Good. All right, you want to start this one? No. No? Okay. <laughs> All right. I like your intros. <laughs> Thank you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode four of the Sex Cells podcast Woo. with uh, Neil, the comedian, and Eliza, the actual expert. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Are you asking that to the audience or no, are you asking you? that to yeah. me? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. I'm um, I'm fantastic. I, uh, I'm excited about today's topic because we're going to talk about uh, dating norms in 2020. Yes. And we're yeah. going to talk about, we're going to touch more, well, we always talk about fuckboys, but <laughs> we're going to touch a bit more on that dynamic mm. um, and the equivalent for, for women as well. Mm. So uh, let me do a brief introduction to... Uh, this topic. Now, in the last podcast, we touched on uh, certain norms in dating. Mm-hmm. You know, is it appropriate for the man to pay? Uh, is it is it uh, poor form if uh, if the girl expects the man to pay, yeah. or if is uh, using Tinder to get a to get a free meal? And uh, why are men so aggressive uh, if uh, if they get rejected after the first date? Mm. Uh, I think I want to talk about. How should a man and a woman navigate the current um, dating atmosphere of today? Should we be more casual? Should we not be as invested? Because it seems to be that sometimes if we are too invested, we uh, oh, end up getting hurt. And yeah. um, people can be actually just turned off by that. And there's the whole nice guy, uh, nice guys finish last dynamic where a lot of men would think, well, if you're too nice to her, if you're too needy, uh, you just lose it lose her attraction and I'm sure with women um, they probably have those similar concerns do I come across too strong when do I text mm-hmm. um, yeah. all those sorts of things and then I'd like to also have a greater conversation about how is the dating minefield of today affecting our generation but affecting society at large mm-hmm. is it a good thing that we are so jaded and we seem quite disenfranchised with uh particularly online dating in the in the dating game i'm not saying everyone is but you talk to a lot of people our age you know mid-20s yeah. and and they only have bad things to say yes uh, but yeah. i'm sure if you got someone back from well 50 years ago let alone 500 years ago and told them hey, in 2020, you got this a magical thing on your yeah. phone and you can swipe through yeah. all these beautiful people and, <laughs> and you know, you, you, you don't choose. have to just marry the person in your village. You yeah. can choose to get married. You can choose to date someone. You don't, you don't have to be married before you have sex with someone. You can do what you want, basically. Um, they would think that sounds... Well, they might crazy. think that sounds crazy. There but... was a lot of stigma when Tinder first came out. Like people were so embarrassed to say, oh, I oh, met him on Tinder. Do you remember know, that? Right? We'd be like, yeah. oh, you just met him in a coffee shop or he's a friend of a friend. And no now it's like it. Tinder. <laughs> now it's just, I just, exp- yeah. I'm shocked when people haven't met online. I know, isn't that you know? wild? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I still think people are a bit uh, discouraged if they do meet on Tinder or uh, yeah. not just Tinder, all those other apps as well. But Mm. you shouldn't be you know it's uh it's pretty normal uh in this day and age i mean who talks to people in person who does that (laughs) get with the times (laughs) no it's sad (laughs) (laughs) i will say that there is something very uh gratifying if i've you know uh sparked up a conversation with a with a stranger and then been able to ask for her number. There's something yeah. that's really validating yeah. about that, which is uh, not that it doesn't happen very often. But yeah. when it does, it's uh, oh yeah, you know, like 
I had some good game there. And sometimes the connection can also be more meaningful when it happens that way. Like you're less likely to just Mm. try hit it and quit it, you know, when you've gone to the effort of having conversation and talking about those things and developing an initial attraction as it is straight off the bat. So it's good. Yeah. Um, But speaking of crazy on Tinder, one of the things I'm excited about hearing from your perspective and my perspective um, on what are Tinder experiences and things like 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 male versus females because you know you were saying you talk to anyone and they're like oh it's been crazy or horrible and I find that when I talk to girls we all have these insane stories but every time I meet a guy or I ask a guy they're like yeah, it's been pretty chill. Oh, really? Yeah, and actually, okay. the, the other night I was <laughs> it's with just me then. <laughs> maybe I was with a um, a friend the other night, and I was telling him about some of the really wild things that have happened to me, like in terms of just just crazy things with with guys that I had met on Tinder in the past. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, "Yeah, yeah, I've definitely had a crazy one, even just last week." And I mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, tell me what, what happened." And he said, "Well." You know, I brought her home, we slept together and then she tried to like, you know, spoon me all night. And I was like, yeah, and and that was it. <laughs> that That's was what made her definition cra- of crazy. <laughs> was crazy was this that- man has not experienced crazy. <laughs> I was like, is that make us that's crazy? Nice. That's, um, yeah, that's, was- that's, there's nothing crazy about that. <laughs> I hope I, not. Yeah. That concerned me. And so I was like, some people are just affectionate. Doesn't mean she wants to, you know, marry. Don't worry. But yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't well, I'd be with you there. I yeah, okay, good. Uh, it's something to talk about. It's like it's interesting. You yeah. wouldn't normally have a girl wanting to be the big spoon. Um <laughs> But look, I I'm all for it. Like I actually occasionally, not always, I don't mind being the little spoon. It's That's uh It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's comforting and you know, your arm doesn't get sore. Yeah, there's so, there's pros to it. Yeah, nothing wrong nothing wrong with that, you know? <laughs> Exactly. But um, have have you had many experiences that you would consider just like way outlier of normal and safe dating? Um what do you mean by uh normal and safe dating? Well, I mean, I don't want to say with crazy girls, but maybe just just crazy dates in general. Have you had experiences? Sure, we've that? all had some um some weird dates and some strange dates. Now, I'm Unique in that sense that uh, a lot of girls might already know who I am yeah. and see my videos and, and things like that and that can be a bit fangirly, which, yeah. by the way, is a complete turnoff. Yeah. Um, if you ever date a, you know, a guy who has a profile, don't fangirl. It's such a turnoff in a, in a okay. date. Take um, note, girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's look, again, it's a bit validating that, oh, look, they can't help themselves or whatever, but... Um, off the top of my head, look, I've had a lot of really awkward ones where there's just no chemistry and I've wanted to leave. Yeah. Um, some uh, some really fun and wild ones too. Yeah. Where I don't want to, you know, just use your imagination. Um, <laughs> in terms of really like crazy or so- oh, there was one actually quite recently where um, I wouldn't call it crazy, but she's just she was already quite drunk. Uh, and I was sober, so I uh, felt like a total creep, yeah. first of all, because I'm like, well, can I, if I kiss this woman, am I like, you know, <laughs> that's another thing. Like, I don't know now, like, is that even appropriate? Like, if I go in for a kiss to a for a drunk woman, if I'm sober, you know? The fact um, that you're considering it and thinking about it is really good. 
Yeah, I mean, I had a few drinks and then I did it. Yeah. So then, you know, I was like, right, evil, I'm on. Yeah, I don't feel field. that, <laughs> you know, creepy about it. Um, and then she's just like, she kept saying, like, oh, you're going to put me in a video. You're going to put me in a video and all this stuff like that. Yikes. Um, which I did in the end. <laughs> Might even be watching this, like shout out. Uh, it was a great, it was, it was a good experience. It was like a good story to tell. Look at um, that backpedal. Started with it might have been a bit crazy to now. <laughs> she was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, I went on a date last. It wasn't even a date. A girl just uh, had come to a show, and then um, you know she was pretty cute. We followed each other on uh, on Instagram. That's where it all happens nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's all Instagram. And she, um, you know, it was pretty late at night, and I'd gone out with some of my um, martial arts uh peeps and had a few drinks and then she was online and was messaging and very rarely happens but she actually agreed to to come over um nice yeah pretty late at night and then uh i found out that um she was meant to be babysitting like a six-year-old brother or something and like left him <laughs> what to like sleep with me oh my um, God. And yeah, I felt pretty bad about that. Uh, it was all fine. Did the you next feel morning. bad? Yeah, I felt terrible. I was like, "Why?" Well, no, I was like, "Why would you do that?" Like, damn. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so that was uh, that was an interesting one. I'd have to look throughout this podcast. I'll keep you know part of my mind going through my memory bank, and I'm sure yeah. I've had some much uh, crazier ones than than that. I've also just had some some bad ones, some awkward ones yeah. where uh, you know uh, maybe I've been uh too forward or maybe the girl's been too forward or you know just things where it doesn't necessarily work out yeah. and just ends up being a, a bad awkward kind of experience and as I get older I, I just care less and less you know when I was 19 mm. I go on a bad date I might you know make a wrong move or say something that might mm. um have you know upset her or something like that. and then I beat myself up for like a week like oh, oh you ruined it yeah. you're you're uh you know you're you're a you know, whatever. Uh, but now I just don't care. I'm just like, oh, cool. Another like yeah. funny story yeah. for the future. Um, what about you? Have you been on any, you know, any, any of that really stick out? Any that, um, Look, if we, if we went into this, this podcast will be seven hours, but wow, okay. it's, I definitely had some really crazy, crazy experiences. Um, just an umbrella term at, you know, some stalking. That's fun. Actually, okay. a, a few, yeah. um, s- some mental health breakdowns in, um, on the first date. Um, Gosh. some <laughs> violence. <laughs> so it's been insane. And another thing that we mentioned in our last podcast was with- different idea of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine are just like, uh, you know, <laughs> she was a bit, you know, weird. How you doing? <laughs> yours are like, yeah, pretty intense. Yeah. Mm. So you know, d- dating as a woman is is obviously um, a little bit more riskier, typically. Um, and I've definitely experienced yep, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't really. I don't think you yeah. know if any MRA is like, no, it's risky for men too. Like it's pretty yeah. risky for. I don't think that's a disputable yeah. fact. Yes. Um, there are there are you know dangerous situations men can get in as well, but you know the well the physical difference and um, just uh, well that's probably one of the main contributors. But yeah, I could imagine it would be uh, yeah. always at the back of your mind. It's, it, you know, if you're going home with a guy that you've just met, like, is is there, you know, a voice always at the back of your mind that's 
you know what what could something bad could happen yeah yeah and I think one of the things that happened to me was I this was like two years ago and I was on a date with someone and he we finished the date and I knew straight away that there wasn't that much chemistry between us it wasn't going to go anywhere it was just kind of finishing but Mm -hmm. um I was right around the corner from his house and I really needed to pee (laughs) and he was like just come up for a minute I'll make a cup of tea you can use the bathroom and you can go. And I was like, thanks. Uh, so I went up, had a good chat, five minutes. And I was like, look, thanks. Tonight was really nice. Um, I'm going to go. It was lovely to meet you. And then he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, no, I'm going. And he grabbed me by the arm and he's like, no, stay. And I said, no, I'm going. And he tried to kiss me um, and I was pushing him off saying like, you know, please stop. And I'm in his house and I knew he said his housemate was home who was a woman. So mm. that was good, I think, but I didn't see or hear her. Um, and eventually I was kind of just was like, okay, I had to be really forward. So I was like, please let go of me. I'm going now. So I picked up my bag and then he, he was very tall. He was six, five. And he literally just picked me up and threw me, well, not throw me, but pushed me against the wall and started like groping me and kissing me. And I was thinking, like, I don't know if he thought he was being sexy. I don't know what was going through his head. And I was trying to push him off, but he was so strong. And then I was literally like, mate, you're sexually harassing me. You're sexually assaulting me. Like, let me go, let me go. And so he did. And I stormed out, went home. And then I got this message from him being like, I had such an amazing night with you. You're a really cool girl. Let's hang out again tomorrow. And I was like, how did you interpret that, like, me screaming at you, storming out, and then getting that message. I don't know what the Jesus. logic was in that, but that was one of my top five. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. Um, wild, wild things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, put myself in, in his shoes, but I don't really know why he would, if you've made it pretty clear, like I don't know if he thought he was, oh, I'm seducing her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's what he was thinking and you know that there's probably it's really bad to say like from my perspective I should have been more clear because at the end of the day even if I was being polite I was still saying no even if I was being like oh no thank you like you know I could have been like get off me like straight off the bat which I wasn't I was saying no thanks I'm going it's not you know it's no means no regardless of how you say it um but you know we talked about in our last podcast this concept of ghosting and how we should just say you know if if we're not into someone we should just let them know and i was saying you know eight out of ten times i've done that i get met back with aggression um and i think you know one of the things that i wish that guys would learn is that um and i'm sure it's the same for women as well i'm not sure what it's Mm -hmm. like from your perspective but i really wish that you know if someone is not interested in you and they let you know that you just respect that and you say, okay, thanks, like good luck in the future. You don't have to try get closure about it if you've only met them once or haven't even met them at all. Um, and you don't have to be like, no, <laughs> got you owe me a second date or, you know, I think it's just you can respond once if you want and ask about it or ask for a second date. And if, mm. you know, she's still not interested in it, then leave it at that um, because it's annoying. <laughs> Yeah, um, I can only imagine. Uh, I I wouldn't do if it's you know if it's a one date and then they've said 
quite politely, you know, I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine. I'd be probably be a bit upset and, and hurt about yeah. that, but I can't imagine, you know, abusing someone. Yeah. I think yeah. it's different if, well, sorry, no, I'd never abuse someone regardless, but it's different <laughs> if it has been a few dates. Yeah. And then you get ghosted. I find that hurtful, pretty upsetting. Yeah. And yeah. I would, um, I wouldn't abuse someone, but I'd, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd sent some uh, some messages saying, "Hey, look, this wasn't nice the way you treated me. Yeah. Like we went on four or five dates, and yeah. you just avoided me." Mm. And usually, then they're like, "You know, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I don't yeah. like conflict or whatever." Like, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but- it is. It's so. It's so hard because you know, we. You, especially when you've gone on multiple dates, you do deserve some sort of closure or, or an explanation um, or just a polite, you know, courtesy. Thank you. Like if you've gone on four dates with you, it's pretty easy to tell that you're not going to be like wildly <laughs> crazy if someone rejects you. Hmm. But, you know, it's just you never know how someone's going to react. And I think that as terrible as it is, that girl saying I don't like closure is kind of uh, – don't like closure. I don't like conflict is kind of um, – valid in some ways like recently I had someone ask me out I didn't even go on a date with this guy mm-hmm. and he asked me out and I said um no and like no thank you that's really nice of you thanks for showing interest but I'm not interested in dating right now and he goes um no let's go on a date and I was like no we're not um and then he goes why and I said I just don't want to and so I stopped replying to him so he starts messaging me on my Facebook and then going on about it. And so I stopped replying there. He starts messaging me again on Instagram and he was getting so offended because I couldn't give a reason why I didn't want to go on a first date with him. So then what he did was screenshot through my Instagram, which is like 10 years old. So there's a lot of photos on it. He screenshotted every guy I've ever dated, made a collage, (laughs) sent it to me (laughs) and said, look at these guys you've dated and then look at me because he was like this really buff he was a personal trainer and he was like how could you be saying no to me when you've dated guys like this and I said well guys like that have a decent personality and clearly you don't and then I blocked him then he started fighting with me on Facebook and I blocked him there and then he made five separate fake Instagram accounts sending me dick pics and videos of him having sex with girls um saying look at what you're missing out on (laughs) So that was a roller Damn. coaster. Just just from me just saying, hey, thank you, but I'm not interested in dating. I hadn't even met the guy. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, so you'd never met it. How did he, did he just message you? On? Yeah, just hit me up on Instagram. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, that's the sort of thing that I can't, well, it's not like I can give a male perspective on that because I don't, <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the you know the best um first of all that's well it's just pathetic really yeah it's like you know so aggressive. grow up like yeah. get over it she rejected you yeah um a lot of men do uh determine a lot of their self-worth based mm-hmm. on how successful they are with women mm-hmm. and so when they get rejected it's a it's a huge blow to the self-esteem yeah and that usually results in, you know, some, some anger and um, frustration and um, mm. that can then manifest itself in, in some, you know, verbal, verbal abuse, which is uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's, it's, not, it's not good on your end at all. 
mm. and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not mentioned me. Well, I, I would. I, I think men should stop putting so much emphasis on whether or not they are attractive to women. Mm. It doesn't matter. You can live a great life regardless of whether you know women are fawning all over you yeah. and whether they're accepting your dates. I I understand. You know, it it is. A lot harder to mm-hmm. to um, live that out than to just say it. You know, I didn't have a lot of success when I was uh, in high school and yeah. when I was younger, and I did. Um, I never reacted in in that sort of way, but I I uh, I grew pretty resentful sometimes yeah. because I'd see some of the guys mm-hmm. that girls would date, and I thought we compare ourselves. You yeah. know, like what the hell does he have that I mm-hmm. that I don't? Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm still a bit. Uh, I don't really know what to what to say about those experiences you've you've had. I mean, I can only just sort of send my uh, my sympathies. <laughs> but yeah, I think like you uh, know the yeah. purpose in sharing that is that it's guys always always say if you're not interested in someone, just let them know. It's as simple as that. But my response is it's not always as simple as that. Yeah. And okay. Unfortunately, the sa- many girls have um, similar experiences to me that if someone is ghosting you, it sucks, it's shit and it's not fair. But just know that you don't know what she's gone through or, you know, what she fears you may respond in um, to those messages if she did say she's not interested. And just let it go. You know, if they're not responding, it means they're not interested. Yeah. 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 And vice versa because yeah. uh, I've had instances where uh a girl i uh matched on tinder i i it's tinder like i didn't i talked to her a bit at the start and i didn't respond for about a week and then she saw that i changed a photo or something and then she started you know getting upset about that (laughs) like you how oh so you have time to change your photo but not respond to me on tinder i'm like it's it's fucking tinder like yeah what do you yeah like uh, yeah in an ideal world everyone's yeah you know responding to everyone and then she um uh i i should have just let it go but i was like this isn't okay you can't like there was some other stuff she said to me it's like you think Mm. you're so good because you're Uh, famous and all this stuff and i was like no i'm not like i'm not okay with this and i got in a bit of a discussion with her on on instagram and it went for like an hour and i regret (laughs) it and then she started selectively deleting certain messages and she's like i'm gonna expose you and all this stuff i'm like well i haven't done anything wrong like the worst thing i've said is like that like you're I, I called her dumb or something like that. That's the way, and she called me like a cunt and yeah. all this much worse. Yeah. Now that doesn't compare at all to yeah. your to your situation, but there is a you know there's another side to that yeah. as well. Yeah. And um, it's just the the minefield of um, it's like dating what's, today. Like what, what's the purpose? Yeah. Of, of going back to someone if they've stopped replying or you know they they've told you they're not interested. Just why? <laughs> why do you have to? you know, respond with aggression to that or get so triggered by rejection. Yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about in the last podcast, which is where it can come down to the attachment or to just your sense of validation by um, seducing someone. Our egos. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, this is a really, um, this could be quite a controversial topic to get into. So the comedian uh, Bill Burr, he's, he's pretty controversial. He makes a joke about how, uh, there's a difference between, you know, no 
versus like oh stop it like yeah. you know what are you doing oh yeah. like you're being so naughty that kind yeah. of thing yeah now i've been in situations where a girl at least in my best uh perception is reacting in that second way yeah and i'm sort of i haven't like aggressively been no come on like you want this or anything like but i've been like oh come on like you know let's just let's i've been in my opinion that's flirtation Mm. um (laughs) how would you uh respond to that i think that i am i in the wrong yeah (laughs) i am only speaking from my personal response where Mm -hmm. you know I probably may have the tendency to initially be a bit like oh I don't like that kind of thing like just smiling because you don't want to be hurtful or offensive and a lot of women have been you know conditioned to not be so blunt and forthcoming and aggressive and it is something that we need to learn and everyone needs to learn to be able to just be like no I'm not comfortable Mm -hmm. stop that um but from their perspective, it's uh, maybe I'm not in the mood, but I don't want to like be rejecting. I don't want you to like think less of me or mm-hmm. something like that. So I'm just going to kind of be playful about it, but try to communicate what I need. And I know that it's it's a massive mixed message. It's mm. like, I'm saying no, but I'm winking at you and giggling and smiling and touching your arm at the same time. Mm. What does that mean? But just err on the side of caution and say no. <laughs> just assume it means no, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then for the women listening to this, just we got to be more blunt. <laughs> yeah, we just got to say, yeah. if it's uncomfortable, we just got to say, I don't, I don't like that. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that is a very, uh, yeah. It's a pretty controversial. And I don't experience that either with men. Like I've never had the whole like playful no or just actually ever had a no. Because I think it's maybe not as, <laughs> no, as yeah, common. It isn't. But, <laughs> but it, no. But then again, it can. Yeah. You know, it. Um, I'm sure it. I haven't either, but I'm sure it, yeah. it can occur. And yeah. I've heard stories of yeah. um, where men have been assaulted in. You know, they've oh, been asleep, yeah. and then the girl's oh, yeah, just he's working sure. up with a girl on top of him. What are you doing? You yeah. Know? Um, That's exactly right, and that comes down to like you know the assumption that men always want it or are ready for it or you know if they have an erection that they want it whereas yeah. you know if you're being stimulated you're going to have an erection and it, it's still rape if he's saying no yeah mm. yeah well that went wow heavy. yeah <laughs> well it's good though it's good to actually yeah. talk about these things but then you know what okay so you hear the term um enthusiastic consent so yeah. She has to say yes, but she has to say it enthusiastically. Do you get to a situation? Because I don't necessarily, if I'm, you know, bringing a girl home to to my place, I re- I read a lot of nonverbal yeah. communication yeah. cues. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't directly say, yeah, hey, do you want to have sex with me? Yeah. Do you consent to this? Because yeah. one, that I'm yeah. sure you'd, even you'd agree, like that kind of ruins the mood, and two. Well, to, should should we yeah. start saying that sort of stuff? Yeah, it is. And as well as enthusiastic consent, there's one that's called assumed consent, which means, yeah. you know, if if she's touching me and responding to my touch or, you know, she's taking off her clothes, taking my clothes, you can assume she's consenting yeah. to it. Um, but I think that it's it's never hurtful to go through 10 seconds of awkwardness you don't have to say 
do you consent if you do great but you can I think you know a lot of guys sometimes say um is this okay just before anything okay. happens yeah or are you okay with this yeah yeah of course are you enjoying yeah, this yeah, yeah. that kind I'll of thing say, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Sorry. and then like if it's really heating up I'll be like yeah do you want to fuck yeah and say it in a I'll try to say it in a pretty there you, go. you know kind of sexy way although that sounded <laughs> horrific that's gonna sound so bad on the podcast gosh um put that one sentence in the uh, highlight yeah. reel <laughs> can i fuck you that's a you know that's a that's a good one exactly i mean there you go there's ways around it yeah yeah um, do you consent is so formal and clinical ugh, yeah um, but you know what it's better it's better sure, safe than sorry sure yeah sure. Yeah. yeah because a lot of um People will say that they feel, you know, frozen in the moment where they couldn't say no, stop. Um, so it's just that getting that semi-verbal cue, just a yes. Of course. Of how it, however you want to ask it. Do you want to fuck? Or do you consent? Are you okay with this? Yeah. Pick one of the above. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, there you go. And also girls do, should do that too. You know, most times they're more likely to say yes, but you should just still do it worth it yeah yeah oh i have you know it is rare but like there are situations where the girls are a lot more sexually aggressive than, yeah. than the guy and yeah i wouldn't say it's a different dynamic because you know i'm generally the you know i always sort of know if she does anything i can just like push her off but um <laughs> it still can be uncomfortable yeah. you know it's like well, yeah you feel know, awkward you know, like <laughs> yeah yeah um exactly but uh Okay, so we didn't actually explore the stuff we were going to... Well, we sort of, yeah, we sort kind of are. Of, we're touching yeah, on it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on... Good, um, good clarity there. On With with Tinder, mm-hmm. yeah, how many people will you be dating at any given time? Because I hear so many from both sides of this. People complain about it constantly. Um, when I was younger, I would just have more formal ideas about you mm. should only be dating the one person mm. at one time. Now I'm just like, well, no one really abides by that yeah so i don't myself yeah so i'm just i will um assume that it's not monogamous until i actually have that conversation with someone yeah where you're saying can we go exclusive yeah 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 otherwise i assume not and then yeah then i'll assume they yeah. also are not um necessarily being monogamous so i can't you know you can't get mad at the person then Mm. uh but yeah look you know what even in my last um relationship that you know there was some early stages there where we weren't really uh communicative about what the guidelines i guess were Mm. and that kind of really hurt me actually because i was misinterpreting it and you know um it's good to be really uh clear about that sort of stuff yeah um we know we aren't always you know it's never talked about yeah yeah um yeah uh if it's something that would, you know, be a big factor for 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 you in a in a relationship, it is probably worth bringing it up on the first yeah. date and just saying, "Hey, you know, if I want to, um, I like you and I want to continue this, but um, I don't want to be in this kind of mm. casual, um, open phase mm. where we could be dating other people." So mm. I just want to make it clear that you know now I'll 
I only want to, I only mm. date one person at a time. But then I guess from a male perspective, if I heard that on first date, I'd be like, oh, okay. I was just intense. about to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I don't know. Like, um, the girls and I chit chat, you know, yeah. a lot of them say that they wish they could, not just like, I don't expect you to date other people, but just to say, look, I'm not looking for a, a casual fling. I'm looking for something serious. And so often their response is like, yikes. Even if it does end up going to something serious, it's just the initial pressure of, I want a date to go to a relationship that sometimes um, probably, I don't know if it's more so women, but just in my, you know, personal circles yeah. that the girls definitely experience that kind of pushback from men of feeling and looking like they're very uncomfortable. Oh, I don't want anything serious and all <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I mean. Um... And then the girls feel just even uncomfortable just to say the simple Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want a casual hookup. I want a little, I want to, I'm looking for something a little bit more. They feel even too awkward to say that because they're like, oh, he's going to judge me so much. But I'm like, you got to just express what you, you want. Gotta, yeah, yeah. And if you get judged, you're going to have to. Just then he's not of, the one, clearly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 um, yeah. No, I am thinking about that from, from if I was on a date and a girl sort of, you know, said, look, this is, this is what I want. I'd be a bit like, okay, this is one, this yeah. isn't exactly what I expected but or anticipated. But at you... the same time, I'd, mm. I'd respect that. I'd sort yeah. of think, okay, thank you for, for letting me know. I probably would respond with, um, I'm, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. At least at this point in my life. But yeah. again, never know. Um, what if you were looking for that? Do you think that if you were thinking, okay, you know what, I'm kind of actually ready to settle in some kind of a relationship. Yeah. Would you feel still initially unsettled by her saying that even if you were also looking for a relationship uh yeah look to be honest i i might yeah, yeah just because the first date is always supposed to be just a really fun thing yeah. in my mind where it's just yeah. you know you get to know each other you have some yeah you have some you, you have a drink you know yeah. maybe you get a kiss at the end um but if that yeah i but i can fully understand mm. the frustration then um it's so, hard from both cause yeah, because one side is intense and puts pressure on the other side is i just want to know if we're on the same page yeah, yeah yeah um i look a lot of girls will put you know not here for hookups on their in their bios and mm. i think that's a good thing to do like that's yeah. a pretty clear okay you're looking for something serious then yeah. that's fine um is that common yeah. yeah. Oh, oh really? so many girls yeah. not oh. looking for hookups. If you want to hook up, swipe left. Uh, <laughs> All this kind really? of yeah, it's, it's wow. a lot. Yeah, and most men who will want hookups probably swipe right anyway. Yeah, and uh, a lot of guys have here for a good time, not a long guy, not, not a long time. <laughs> it's such a cringe bio. It's I know. Like everyone has that, you know. But then a lot yeah. of girls are like, show me your doggo pics. I'm like, oh, come uh, up with something. Yeah. You're like, I've got a cat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shorty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like girls' bios are that much, you know cleverer yeah um yeah half of them don't even have a bio yeah that's so right. uh yeah you, you know i a lot of men don't actually look at bios they're just swiping but I know. like yeah. i know i do look at bios now and i'm like that's a cool bio like yeah yeah. yeah um i always appreciate a good bio yeah it just shows that they're funny more than anything yeah. usually and anyone that's over six foot will always put it in their bio. They'll go six foot two because apparently that matters. That's the line. That's what they say. Yeah, everyone, no, and girls yeah. do that too. Five foot eight because apparently that matters. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It is. Okay. This is, well, this is, I don't think we talk about it, but like, uh, let's talk about 
height when yeah. it comes to dating. Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm on the shorter side. Yeah. Um, five uh, five seven. Yeah. So I've had girls, you know, um, I'll be talking to them, then they'll be like, "How tall are you?" And I'll tell them, and they'll just ghost me. Wow. And they'll just stop talking to me, or you know, there are sometimes those awkward instances where you show up and like, ah, oh, she's a bit taller now. Yeah. As I get older, I don't, you know, I don't care that much. Yeah. And, it is what it is, but um, when I was younger, I was actually, yeah, I was like actually pretty insecure yeah. about that. And what would be frustrating, which uh, a lot of men who are on the, you know, who might be short would uh, attest to is that you hear about how um, men are getting chastised if they uh, don't want to date a, a, a woman because of maybe of her weight. Yeah. And... And then they're, oh, you're shallow, you're a pig, you know, yeah. you, don't, you don't care about yeah. what's on the inside. But then, yeah, I again, like I, and I don't blame women. I'm not like, oh, yeah. you're you're shallow or anything. I'm just like, look, I understand if you're, you know, five foot eight, five foot nine, mm. probably not necessarily. I mean, you know, look at Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and yeah. even Keith Urban, yeah. like everyone she dates pretty short. So, yeah. you know, it can happen, but. I understand that there's a uh, basic biological attraction there that, you know, most most women, not always, would like prefer a man who's taller than them. Mm. Um, so why then is it so shallow if a man um, chooses to maybe not date a girl because of her weight versus if a woman chooses not to date a, a man because of his height? And then the other factor at play there is then like, you know, men... I can't control my height. You know? Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm not saying people yeah. who are overweight can just have, uh, just, you know, just lose the weight or whatever. Yeah. But ultimately, it's something that m- most people are in mm. a bit more control of mm. than height, which is purely just mm. genetic. Mm. So, uh, first of all, like, what what's your um, uh, ideas around height when it comes to dating? And mm. what do you think about that? which many men, myself included, would call a double standard. Yeah, it is uh, it is interesting because it's something that, I don't know if it's just common, but it's we're hearing it so much now more than we are. Yeah, yeah, it was never in the really past. in yeah, the past. Yeah, everyone's before. obsessed with height and mm. it's so silly in my opinion and I don't know why it's this whole like, the one inch makes all the difference oh, for, five for your height. 5'11 to 6 foot yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Be happy if you're 5'11, all right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think it's something that – maybe it's just a trend or something like that. But what is interesting, though, sometimes for from a girl's perspective, not from mine, just mm-hmm. um, girls that I've spoken to who are taller, that they don't want to date someone shorter than because – they feel that he won't be attracted to it. So it's not like a, I'm, I'm not attracted to you because you're short, but it's a, you're not going to like me because you want someone petite and yeah. feminine and I'm not going to feel you're not going to find me feminine because I'm 10 centimetres taller than you. Mm. Um, so I think that it can be a bit of that whole, you know, conceited selfishness of I want this height and this is what's attractive, but also I don't want to make him judge me for my height. Or being okay. taller than him. Yeah. So okay. both. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even call it. Like I said, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Yeah. If you've got a height preference, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. My yeah. issue is the the the, the double standard there yeah. where if a man then has a or well, any sort of 
preference on physical yeah. attractiveness, um, it's seen as mm. shallow. I think it's it's such a common trigger for women, you know, when when men verbalize their preferences, especially around weight and bodies to women, because we've been fighting it our whole lives. And I'm absolutely not saying it's justified to be like, are you over six foot? No. And then you say, are you under 60 kilos? And I'm like, no. And then you're like, then bye. You know, it is a huge double standard and it's really um, not good. Um, But I do, yeah, I just think we instinctively get our backs up about that. Women do Mm -hmm. um, when we feel that, oh, here we go again. Another man to talk about my weight or my body but really we're doing the same to you when we're talking about your height um and we should just all let go of the height thing honestly who cares a lot of people do no yeah, yeah and i don't i would actually disagree mm. where again i'd say i don't you know if you've got a height preference like mm. i again i understand i i get it like yeah you know um uh when you when you often hear the what girls want in a man, it'll be like tall, dark and handsome, yeah. you know, tall, 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 that kind of yeah. thing. And I I find it's like half the time it's like shorter girls that are, you know, girls are like 5'1". Yeah. With like guys that are like 6'4 or whatever. Yeah, and, and like, then the tall damn, girls are like, leave left? me the tall guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, whereas girls uh, that are, you know, sometimes even my height or, you yeah. know, sort of in that average range, 5'6 yeah. to 5'9", I find they actually don't care that much. Yeah. And I've gone on like fantastic dates yeah. with, uh, with girls who sometimes are a bit um, taller than me. Yeah. And like for any, you know, for any guys out there who are um, feeling pretty insecure about their height. Yeah. It doesn't, It I know this is what everyone says, but like it, it actually just doesn't matter. Yeah. What's ultimately going to make you attractive is, you know, how confident you are, yeah. how, uh, how you feel about yourself, how you perceive yourself. And look... Doesn't matter how short you are, you can you know make yourself look um, pretty good. You know, yeah, if you're well exactly. groomed and you're, uh, you don't want to be too buff, especially if you're short, because then you get that kind of. Um, Hang know, on, wide you can look. be too buff if you want to be. Oh yeah, if you, you, you look be, no, okay, yeah, you want to yeah. look wide, I'm you look not wide. And, yeah, if you want to, yeah, if you want to go for that, go for yeah. it. Um, but yeah. um, but that's an interesting point that you made up about the girls. You know, the height in the middle. I think I'm five six. I'm 167 or 66 centimeters tall, mm-hmm. and I don't care about height either. But maybe it's got some you know, on there. yeah. So, the- <laughs> yeah. so I was like, oh, hang on. I thought you were taller than that, but yeah. <laughs> yes, I've got that's about five centimeters on the bottom okay. of my shoe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but girls that are really short and girls that are really tall, maybe they're so conscious about height because you know it's height is something that not necessarily they're self conscious about within themselves, but just more aware of like Mm. you people when you're short people always like oh you're so short and cute and when you're tall people like wow you're tall it's just constantly this like message about height 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 but when you're in the middle no one's like wow you're so averagely height like (laughs) that's a good point so yeah yeah what a normal height you are yeah Yeah. so we're just not as it's not so much in our radar as it might be for someone that's really tall or really short which is why they're like six foot plus yeah no but that's a real the height um insecurity thing is like pretty prevalent in yeah. a lot of men now oh, yeah. um i don't go that's six one and he wears he gets those platform shoes and i'm like why the hell wow. do you need it bro you're fine 
Yeah. You know, I if I've, my formal shoes, you know, and, and this is the thing, like, oh, that's so, you know, oh, look at this guy with his, like, platform shoes or whatever. And it's like my formal shoes, there's a bit of that, like, you know, yeah. heel in there. Yeah. Because it's like, why not? Like, yeah. And most formal shoes too. You to 5'10", well. like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I'm insecure at 5'7", yeah. or whatever, but it's just like, you know, get that few yeah. extra centimetres, feels yeah. good. Um. And girls wear, you know, girls wear high heels. And exactly. that'll be another reason. It's like, I want to, I want a tall man so I can wear heels. It's Which like, is a terrible reason. Jeez. All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, like, I, I don't even think that's a, look, if, if that is a reason, that's fine. Like, you're allowed to have mm. whatever, I think, you know, you should have whatever, have whatever preference you want. Um, but then don't. Don't shame other people for having a preference. Yeah. If if a girl doesn't want to date you because you're short, you really want to. Why do you want to date her then? Because that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you trying to are you trying to yeah. convince her otherwise? Or it just seems pretty counterintuitive. Um, yeah. 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 There's actually pretty interesting statistics out there where, uh, you know, the shorter you are as a man, the um, the more loyal you are. Is that? Oh, I haven't oh. heard that, but I've heard oh, right. you make less money. There's like a height gap, wage oh, gap. Oh, yes. You make less money. Yeah. You have a slightly less uh, life expectancy. Yeah. So. <laughs> On the flip side, though, there is a, a flip side is that the shorter you are, um, you are more likely to be loyal. You're more likely to have a successful long-term relationship and people are more oh, really? likely to be trusting of you and to perceive you as genuine really? and trustworthy. Didn't yeah. know that? Yeah. Um, there you go. But you're right about taller people are more likely to end up in positions of power and dominance and things like that. So yeah, pros yeah. and cons. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, then there's the whole you know short man syndrome thing, <laughs> which is like apparently you know if a man gets heated and angry, it's just his you know it's his short man syndrome. Whereas mm. if a if a taller man uh, is uh, is angry or you know loud? Mm. He's just being assertive. He's being mm. dominant. So mm. again, I think there's too much. Uh, like I, d- I don't think that's such a big thing to worry about if you are a short guy. Like you know, yeah. who cares? But uh, it is something that I think isn't necessarily talked about. Yeah, you know, when it comes to dating and dating preferences, and I don't think it's anything hugely dramatic, but. Well, I mean, like I'm, yeah, I'm short, but I'm still, I'm still a, de- you know, like I'm a good height. Whereas yeah. I feel for guys who are really short, mm. you know, there are guys that are, that are like five one, five mm. two, and I really feel for them because yeah. that that would that would be really hard when mm. most girls are not only taller than you, taller than you by a lot. Yeah. Um, mm. It would be really. It would. It would be. And and yeah. at the same time, women who are, you know six foot plus yeah um but they get fetishized a lot really tall women um which is not good obviously how, how by the median that but with like supermodels and things also like that, with or? men just yeah just thinking it's sexy and um getting really wound up by the, their height they're loving it um where i okay that's interesting yeah. i haven't necessarily observed that where yeah. have i have, you, a, have you had men that have said that sort of stuff or well i'm not a tall woman <laughs> but yeah. i have a friend she's not that tall i think she's 174 centimeters i don't know what that makes I'm, you i'm tall yeah I'm she's eight or something she's quite tall um and she always gets comments about 
her height and how it's really beautiful and and men often comment her on that so and I have um seen you know there are some docos about girls that's like me and my six sisters were all six foot plus and they're all yeah. saying in this um show it's like one of those reality table ones how much attention they get from men because of their height but because it's like a fetish type attraction they don't they don't like it um rather than just a okay yeah yeah so, that's interesting yeah. um my immediate response would be well these people are finding you attractive you know for yeah. a short man i'm sure he would probably wish he's being fetishized yeah to a certain degree yeah. um not that it's necessarily a good thing that that's occurring mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same as then, you know, you could you could get into the argument about um, racial preferences in dating yes. and how some races are being fetishized. But, mm-hmm. well, uh, from the perspective of an Indian uh, and, you know, well, Indian and Asian men, yeah, you know, we look at the way black men are being fetishized and we're like, well, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't mind being fetishized, yeah. you know. Uh, but, um, mm. again, it doesn't mean that the fetishization is a good thing, mm. but yeah, uh, the, the grass is greener you know yeah um, yeah i mean it's interesting from the the gender perspective because i know that a lot of asian women are fetishized because they are perceived as maybe yeah. more likely to be submissive and docile and like gentle and sweet and um they the ones that i've spoken to um asian girls that are specifically getting approached by men because they're Asian hate it and they're like I hate that I'm being boxed into a certain type of personality or um relationship type because of my race Mm. but then you know with I think for men it's often not that you know like you said black guys we're not thinking they have a particular set of personalities it's probably mostly aesthetic like that look, Gotta be yeah, dick, you know, yeah, all that, yeah, yeah. But again, it's like I, <laughs> uh, I'm sure a lot of Asian men and Indian men would look at that and think, well, yeah. wish we were being fetishized, yeah, exactly, in that way. So I think perspective with that sort of stuff is, uh, yeah, is good. You know, I, um, I, I totally empathize with um, being, you know, overly sexualized or constantly being leered at and and feeling like you're just uh, some sort of, well, object. Mm. But um, you don't necessarily want to be the uh, alternate to that, which is invisible. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> a lot of people who are uh, invisible or at least see themselves as invisible would look at the complaints of, um, well, sometimes quite attractive women uh, who say, you know, I'm always getting approached, I'm always getting yeah. looked at, I'm always having to turn guys down and, and they think, well, that's better than being not yeah. getting approached and yeah. not getting uh, looked at. So exactly. it's it's sometimes quite difficult to to empathize. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So I think I think it's just important to have perspective when it comes to these sorts of things because you know when I was younger, and you could probably see this in my comedy, uh, I would you know see myself as. I would use it as a deflection or oh, she didn't like me because well, if I was if I was if I wasn't Indian and I was six foot then she'd like me that kind of mm. thing and again there could be some truth to that without a doubt but um to what avail is that sort of mentality yeah you know, that's you're just true. you're just beating yourself up for something yeah. that you ultimately can't control and you should strive to be the exception to the rule yeah prove people wrong don't be the stereotype 
um, and talk to people and say, you know, it's probably not the best if you have that kind of outlook. Yeah. Um, I got a stand-up joke about this where I can't believe I'm talking about this in two podcasts. Anyway, <laughs> I talked about this with the podcast of Jordan where um, <laughs> this has happened a few, like not just once, but it, has, it doesn't happen all the time. But like girls will sometimes, you know, I'll be intimate with a girl and they'll be like, oh, it's bigger than I thought it would be. Oh. And I'm like, what a backhanded yeah, compliment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, is that meant to be a compliment? Yeah, wow. Um, which, you know, it is. I still am like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, too, I'm like, what? Was that a racial thing? Like, yeah. were you expecting it to be small because of my race? Yeah. Um, which, again, it's not. Like, I don't care that much um, because at the end of the day, it's not. So... You know that is so interesting. <laughs> but, um, I can't believe that they would think. <laughs> you know what? He's gonna want to hear this. Like, yeah. I assumed you would have a small dick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, well, that's crazy. You still wanted to sleep with me if you thought yeah. I had a small dick. So wow. Cool. How interesting. I once saw um, on a guy's Tinder bio, and I know this guy, which made it twice as cringe. Mm. And it was six foot eight inches. And those are two different dimensions. <laughs> and I always, to this day, have thought, did you have any success with that Tinder bio? Because I had Who knows? almost left the country. I was cringing that part <laughs> of it. Like, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, um, that's a bit much. What a flex. <laughs> I, I reckon if you're going to flex on Tinder, go so over the top that it looks like a joke. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I, is. yeah, <laughs> even I kind of do that. Like I've got a few shirtless pics on my Tinder, but I'm like, I accompany it with this like caption. That's obviously a joke. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just taking the piss, even yeah. though I'm, I'm putting it out there. Like, yeah. um, exactly. That's what I, if you're going to flex, like make it just so over the top that it's yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, there's, there'll be girls flexing on, on oh, Tinder. Yeah. I mean, you, half the time you'll swipe me back. Okay, that's just literally just a photo of her ass. Oh, like really? right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, it'll be like one of those ones at the beach where, you know, they'll do that like kneeling kind oh, of thing. Yeah. And like it's, it's oh, yeah, one yeah. of those ones or yeah. like ones where it's just like, okay. And there's nothing, you know, cool. Like, wow. I'm happy to, you know, see that. But that's <laughs> the first thing you're putting out there. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, I think we all got to just take a step back. I think we look at the bad things about dating today and yeah. tend to get pretty jaded and upset about it all. But, you know, perspective is really important. Yeah. And chances are it's not um, – now, I, I'm not talking about, you know, some of the instances yeah. you, you experience. So let's let's discount that from yeah. what I'm about to say. Uh, but if we're not talking about, you know, abuse or feeling unsafe, everything else when it comes to the realm of dating today, it's probably not as bad as you think. Yeah, and it should just be fun. It yeah. should be lighthearted. Yeah, have a laugh yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. Um, how about let's talk about age difference because I want yes. to touch on this because yeah. first of all, there's a lot of comedians now that are getting they're getting um, exposed as uh, being into uh, younger women. Wow. Yeah. Um, like now they're legal, oh, but okay. but uh, just legal. Right, as in sixteen so, or eighteen? Uh, eighteen. Okay. But yeah. we're talking about men in their forties. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, see, I don't. Uh, now this could get me Here in trouble go. or whatever. <laughs> but like, if we're talking about a casual encounter, yeah. Why does it? Why yeah. does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would never date someone that I. I mean. Never say never, 
but I doubt I would because I don't know what we would talk about, you know? Yeah. How's, how was high school last year? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But if we are talking about just a sexual encounter, so I'm, you know, I'm 26. Yeah. And if, you know, a girl was at the bar and, and, and said, I'm 18, but I think you're really cute. Do you want to come yeah. back to my place? Yeah. Like I would do it. You yeah. know, is it, am I, am I doing something wrong there? Am I, you know, is yeah. that, um, what's, uh, what's your perspective on that? Oh, it's so tricky. It's hard. You know, I think from a personal perspective, mm. it does make me a little bit uncomfortable only because I work with teenage girls okay, and I'm like, sure. I see the 18 year old and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just children to me. But then, you know, <laughs> yeah. if I take it out of my perspective and I like, you know, put on a therapist hat, I don't think it's that wrong. It's just people get uncomfortable with it because there is some sort of, you know, um, I'd, we kind of idolize older guys when we're young and teenagers and we think it's like really cool. And sometimes people can take advantage of that. Of course. So yeah. The casual sex is something else. As long as the girl, you know, has actually hopefully had sexual encounters before and, you know, is, is not too new to the dating game and things like that. And you both agree, oh, it's just going to be casual. I think it's fine. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's more likely that this girl might get a bit swept up with an older man thinking it's going to be this great romance or something and then she'll feel used and hurt and then hate men kind of thing but is that the man's fault if, no. if he was if he was uh if he was lying and saying yeah i want to yeah. date you and then just yeah. backtracked on that then yeah it would be his fault yeah. and i would uh put the blame on on him but if he uh was under the impression that it was a casual encounter yeah. and he was sure that she was 18 yeah and and then that occurred and then she did get upset that he didn't text back or something like that yeah. is that i guess there's nothing what? so legal illegal yeah. and there's nothing massively immoral about it but yeah. you know it does rub people the wrong way and there's a reason for it it's just the level of maturity the brain hasn't even stopped developing you know those kind of things it's just if there is a reason it rubs people the wrong way and, yeah. you know, we can't judge people for doing it, but also, okay, you know what I think the difference is, is when you meet someone out and she's approached you and you're like, yeah, I'm going to take this girl home. That's, I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. I think what makes me uncomfortable is when older men exclusively are seeking 18 sure. and 19 yeah. year olds to sleep with. And that's when I'm like, Oh, it's a little bit. Oh, uh, if it's exclusive, yeah. if yeah. they're only, well, then if they, you know, fetishizing yeah. or yeah. I want to fuck an 18 year old or whatever, yeah. eh, you know, that's, yeah. that's a bit much, but, exactly. um, if, if they're just pursuing, if they just want to pursue a woman for a yeah. casual encounter and the girl does happen to be 18, 19, yeah. she's not specifically looking for yeah. that. Obviously I'm don't see it. I mean, I, well, no, a lot of men would still be like, well, that's still creepy or whatever. Yeah. I don't think it is. Um, yeah. Again, I could come back to bite me one day, but... Depends on the girl, depends on, yeah. you know, the circumstance. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, it does definitely depend on the circumstance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in my... I don't, yeah, like, I don't understand it because, you know, you have a 10-minute conversation with an 18-year-old and you're like, oh. God's sake. Yeah. What are you what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, I even went on so I'm okay, twenty six and I went on a date with a twenty two year old. Yeah. And even then I was like, oh, we're just at a different point in yeah. our lives. Like I can't Yeah. 
we're just, you know, we're not on the same. I can't have conversations. Yeah, exactly. So I totally get that. Um, you know, people like Leonardo DiCaprio has been very criticized because yeah. he, there's like mm. a timeline of, he Lit- went, none of I've his seen girlfriends that have been 25. Yeah, like, oh, okay. not one of them. And he continues to age. And as soon as they like hit 25, he's like, next. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, um, yeah. that one, I look, I, I admit as is kind of questionable. Again, it's yeah. not illegal and I don't, yeah. I don't think we should, you know, then judge his work or anything by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then, you know, there's Madonna's, what, 62 and she's dating a 25-year-old yeah. or something. So J-Lo did it. Yeah, it's not know, an 18-year-old, but it's still a huge age gap yeah. there. And that to me is like, what what do they talk about? Yeah. <laughs> what? Surely they don't actually have things in common. Exactly. It's, you know, he's a bit of a toy boy for her, which is like, go for yeah. it, Madonna. Like, I don't, he's, in his, he knows what he's doing. She knows what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. Um, I guess my guess is that, you know, we get to a certain age where even though it, legally we say you're able to, you know, make these decisions yeah. and choose whether you want to have sex with someone, we still sort of understand that younger people can, um, you know, not have the same mental maturity that yeah. some older people do. But at what point do you draw that line? Do you then say, all right, well, then if a, let's say a 30 something year old man sleeps with an 18 year old, that's it's not illegal, but it's morally questionable yeah what about a 20 year old then what about 21 yeah like, that's when it. does it sort of you know what they say actually is other half your age plus half your seven? age yeah. plus seven so if you're 40 27 <laughs> should yeah. be your yeah, okay. minute but i think that's for dating not for sleeping around yeah that's for like relationships yeah and then there's you know there's just as many cougars out there trying to oh yeah trying to get 20 um sometimes pretty young men yeah. as well yeah um, that's so, right. But when, yeah, older men do it to younger women, there seems to be this... Um, Creepy oh, factor. Oh, he's grooming her. Yeah. He's, you know, he's taking advantage of her. Um, sorry, my smile there is not <laughs> at the smile of, like, <laughs> grooming. There's just my cat's making a noise in the bathroom. That's all. Yeah, you did look like you. <laughs> yeah. Got to, I <laughs> realised that. I was like, I better, I better address that. <laughs> Uh, that's that looks pretty uh pretty creepy (laughs) (laughs) that was funny timing (laughs) yeah yeah Um, she's having a having a ball in there (laughs) yeah yeah so when we do this podcast i put my i just lock her up in the bathroom so she's usually pretty nice about it but now i think she's getting a bit frustrated it's a big bathroom though and and you put food in there so i I did yeah i'm a good cat dad (laughs) yeah i think it is it you know Maybe because we see two things. We see those relationship dynamics. And even though it's different to sexual, when we've seen that in relationships, usually it's pretty uncomfortable and there is a bit of grooming there or, you know, there is at least consciously or subconsciously or, or not consciously, it's there is a power dynamic if you're a 40-year-old and you're in a relationship with an 18-year-old. And even though, you know, sex and relationships are different, sometimes just the dynamic itself Mm. rubs people the wrong way. And also um, another thing that makes people uncomfortable is how much just young women are the ideal beauty or fetishized above every other age. Like that people are like, oh my God, why is everyone so obsessed with, you know, 20 year olds when you're 30 or 40, you know, maybe date closer to your age. Yeah. But it comes um, down to what you're exclusive. What are your, what are you seeking? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in the same way, I would argue, you know, if if um, 
if a girl doesn't want to date you because of your height, if if a man like Leonardo DiCaprio is only dating yeah. 22 year olds or whatever, do you, you know, if you're an older woman, why would you be interested in that? Like, yeah, you know, that, that, um, clearly he's not the, he's not the person yeah. for you. Mm. With the power dynamic thing though, don't, you know, I, I understand there would be so many situations where a man mm. might be, uh, even then, you know, how do we define grooming? Because in my understanding, grooming is, say, you know, an older man grooming someone who's actually under, like, like really underage yeah. and sort of, you know, sexualizing it and it's just pretty gross. But if a man's, you know, flirtatious with an 18, 19-year-old, um, when does it become grooming like what what if yeah. what if he's you know what he's my what if he's like 26 yeah and, you know i'm chatting up an 18 year old or something like that yeah. is that is that grooming no yeah that's a that's a tricky one i guess it's not grooming and maybe it's grooming probably comes more so when you are in that when you're with a girl who isn't initially interested and you're working hard to make her interested by using, you know, your, your power or your authority as an older person. So usually like your boss, boss dynamic, boss employee kind of thing. Like, yeah, you wouldn't get a job here unless you do this. Yeah. Or Or even just in a more charming way, like you're a really good employee, you're highly valued, that kind of thing that makes you feel special and unique. Those are classic grooming techniques. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're not like the other ones here. Like, I don't know what I'd do without you. You're my rock. Coming across as um, maybe not like, I'm not sexually interested in you. I'm cool. Then, you know, springing it on or or introducing it later once that really close relationship and trust has developed, Mm. that would be Mm. grooming. But if it's pretty clear straight off the bat, I'm just into it for sex, you're into it for sex. I don't think it's that big of an issue. It's still it's a bit like, uh, but you know, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. What about the reverse power dynamic, which mm. is the gold digger? Yeah. Uh, uh, idea. So, a younger woman is actually. Well, I don't know if she's using the older man, but there's a there's, there's an a exchange. mutual transaction yeah. going on where yeah. the older man uh, is getting to sleep with the younger woman yeah. and the younger woman is um getting rich yeah, <laughs> off that, of it. So yeah. what I don't I also have a bit of a you know, it just yeah. rubs me the wrong way. It's obviously it's not illegal or anything and if they're both consenting adults, I don't see an issue with it at all. But it's just a bit um I find it quite sad on the part of the older man, to be honest. It's like, why yeah. do you need to, you know, I don't, um, and most I don't understand it. I don't to, understand it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's because it's the, the older male is seeking not just much sex with an attractive person, but what you're more likely to get with a young person is um, admiration, like wow you're great or you're smart or that's so cool you've done all these things you know if you're fresh out of high school and you haven't Mm. studied and you're meeting someone that's wildly successful and you're communicating that it's going to feel really good to that man to hear those things whereas you know he might then go on a date with you know 40 year old woman she's like yeah i did those things too (laughs) yeah 
cult, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I get boring after a while if she's just sitting there, you know, looking up to you. Yeah, well. It might be nice at the start. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah maybe mm. that's why it's it's never really a, re- a relationship, although sometimes it is. But it is interesting the other way around as well with cougars. And, yeah, because um, that's a, it's very prevalent now, yeah. especially, you know, recent divorcees. Yeah. They just want to hit the town and and have fun get and, a get a young yeah. buff man and i had a friend who worked at a um male strip club yeah and you know i always thought oh men at strip clubs you know we're pretty that's when we become our most animal self or whatever and we're just looking at the at the <laughs> bodies and kind of being cavemen but from the stories he told me yeah it's just exactly the same at um at the male uh, strip club the women are actually wild. It's probably worse because Female strippers, there are a lot more rules and boundaries yeah. in place to protect them. And male strippers, a lot of people just push those boundaries and are like, I'm going to grab this or I'm going to do this kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Like I was on a cruise once um, and the female strippers was like, you know, no photos, no touching unless I'm sitting on you, none of this kind of thing. Hmm. The guy strippers, the male strippers were coming around kissing your neck, like doing all these things. And it was just mind-blowing. It's the difference and highly (laughs) uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, oh, I did not want that. But it was crazy. Um, So that is interesting. But also, um, speaking of, I guess, cougars, I know a couple of women who are in their, you know, 30s um, and they are exclusively seeking guys that are in their maybe early to mid 20s yeah but they don't want a sexual relationship they want a relationship relationship and that to me is is very interesting because yeah, why do they want that because he's, he's less likely to want to settle down than a man in his 30s in my opinion yeah and, so, and you wouldn't think that mm. like in the same way that i wouldn't be able to talk to a teenager about yeah we wouldn't have a lot in common yeah okay I'd never say you know could could yeah. but it's less likely in the same way it'd be a lot less likely you know i look back to when i was 22 23 24 which wasn't even that long ago but um i also look at some of my friends who are in their 30s and i just think it's a very different stage it's crazy of your life. how much you change in your 20s yeah yeah, yeah. So they say, I don't know, my instinct is like, oh, you just want, you know, you want the younger, good-looking man. But yeah. I don't know, maybe um, they do just want to feel, um, who knows, you'd have to ask them. Yeah. Don't want to speculate. Yeah, there. I think some of it is, you know, you, they might perceive younger guys as more adventurous or have more time to give to them and those kind sure. of things which they're seeking. Yeah, so that could yeah. be an explanation for it. Well, that's one I've heard, but yeah, but maybe they're in the same way. You know, young, younger women are seen as the the most attractive. It's not like younger men aren't. It's probably not as young, but you know, the yeah. the uh, mid twenties, late twenties seem to be when, as far as my perception goes, that's when the uh, attractiveness of most men tend to peak. No. No, it's thirty-five. You yeah. think it's thirty? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. One hundred percent. Okay. I think for women, it's like this is terrible. It's probably like twenty-four, and then men, it's like thirty-five. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's terrible either way. I just think that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so, well, they well then doesn't that then if it is thirty-five, then should we really be raising eyebrows if a younger woman is attractive? 
to a 35-year-old man or if a 35-year-old man is pursuing a, a younger yeah. woman? Do you know, it's, it is interesting. When I was um, a teenager, like re- really young, like 14, mm. um, me and my friends would walk around the streets dressed up just to see how many people would get to beep at us or hit on us. It was so stupid. But yeah. And we used to find it funny and then we'd go around and we'd have all these men chatting us up and whatever. And we're 14 at 2 p.m. <laughs> in Coles. Um, and then now as an adult, I look back on that and I'm like, holy shit. Back then, I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was funny. And now I think back thinking, oh, my gosh, all those men that were coming up to us, 14, 15 year olds and approaching us and flirting with us makes me so uncomfortable and even though that's very young even i think it's the same for you know 17 or 18 year olds we can we don't really perceive it at that age as so insane or risky it's only when you're older that you're like wow i can't believe how much men were approaching me when i was so young Mm. so i feel like they're not so much to blame for wanting all these older guys and things like that um but when it's the older guys seeking out these younger girls, that's when it's a bit, how you doing? Kind oh, of thing. I, yeah. yeah, 14. Like, yeah. that's, no, that's, that you're a pedophile. That's, yeah. yeah. Like, I would <laughs> that's never, illegal. That's very different. I would never yeah. do, you know, I would, well, I definitely would never do that. Like, no, um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah, that big, that four year, that 14 to 18 is a big difference there in morality and, um, <laughs> Um, and legality yes yes definitely yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay well um yeah to to my concluding remark going back to some of the things we were talking about at the start of this one was would be for for men at least don't let your self-worth be determined by whether or not you're attractive to women okay if you get rejected it's not the end of the world you know what if you focus on other things you won't you won't yeah. care if you get rejected. It's the old cliche. Yeah. Uh, if you want something, stop actively searching for it yeah. and it'll come to you. If you start working on yourself, working on your career, uh, reading, working out, working on your fashion, all these things, which will take up so much of your time, you will know women will naturally be attracted to you and you won't have to sit there pursuing them and worrying about if they're ghosting you or, or things like that. And if they do, just let them, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. So don't let it, you know, don't let your identity be based upon yeah. whether or not that girl slept with yeah. me. I know it's hard to sometimes to a certain degree, we're all going to be hurt when we get rejected. Yeah. And, you know, I I would be, I yeah. still am. But you can be in control of it enough to um, to be a much better man, first of all, and to just, Live a better life. Yeah. You know, I um I look back to when I was in uh high school and I'd ask girls out and they'd, they'd reject me and it'd just be like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I'd 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 beat yeah. myself up and now like it it's I'm not gonna say it's like total dirt off my shoulder, but yeah, it doesn't really play a huge part in how I perceive myself and what I value. Mm. So um that's that's good. my advice for yeah. a lot of men who um may be inclined to act really terribly yeah. like you've experienced really just just stop relying so much on the validation for women to determine your self-esteem yeah and i guess and the i think the end note for the women as well is just don't feel awkward saying no and don't feel like you have to be really polite about it either you, you can be blunt and just say yeah not comfortable and, and, not feeling it 
that's we, it. Yeah. yeah, most men would uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just be blunt. And then if uh, if the man does get upset about it, also don't let your self-esteem yeah. be determined whether or not men like you or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like- don't do what I did. Don't engage in the conversation and end up in a two-hour fight. Just <laughs> as soon as they send back a <laughs> stupid message, yeah. leave it. <laughs> Now, having said that, if you haven't experienced those sorts of things or um, it is still, I think, as much as possible nice to, to, you know, if it's just a sentence here or there or something, it's nice to um, mm. let people know. And I'm not, you know, I haven't been mm. perfect with that either. Sometimes I just I just put it off and then it's been a week or two and then I'm like, oh, pretty much goes to that person, hey. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, I'm not, no one's perfect in this regard, but we need to, I think something we can both agree on is that we need to, our generation needs to be, not create, you know, ideal um, actions that we should aspire to, but have a set of general guidelines when it comes to dating and, yeah. and, and sort of accept, okay, this is a little bit better behavior than this yeah. and still have our liberation and, yeah. and freedom and do what you want and mm. go and sleep with whoever you want. Yeah. But at least understand there there is a little bit of a responsibility on well, on us, us as men, without a doubt, to uh, make it a good experience for for women, um, mm. and there's a responsibility on everyone to just be communicative and mm. and talk to people, and just That's don't be it. afraid to to disappoint someone. Um, yeah. It's not the end of the world if they don't like you or if you've hurt them. It's better they know than they then they're sitting there guessing that's you yeah. know we've all been in that situation where you're like oh does this person like me yeah i don't want to be needy but i want to know and it's just torture yeah that's so right. i'd rather be shut down and told yeah you're, i'm not interested in you than this kind of guessing game <laughs> and then when you get shut down just thank you for letting me know yeah take care that's yeah, it that's it yeah 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 well said thank you <laughs> you too <laughs> Thanks. Alright, well, thank you, thank you for listening. Episode four of Sex Cells. Woo. Um Well, this is this is actually really these conversations are really deep, aren't they? <laughs> they really do flow and they're yeah, very good. different to my other podcast. Very, very different. <laughs> uh hope you guys are enjoying it because a lot of a lot of it will be the Neil and Jordan fans that are watching this one. It's mm. very different. So <laughs> yeah. Um keep going. Yeah. See you for episode five. Thanks guys. See you later.